Hello and welcome to episode 304 of the AFK podcast for the week of July 25th. I am your host Whitney and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week is Logan. Hey, hey. And Curlin. Hey, what's going on? Hey, how's both of you doing? Good. Good Hanging good. in there. Ooh, I feel that. All right. <laughs> I actually managed to play some things this week. So it's not just the boring quick. I played LOR and uh, New Replicant, although I did play those too. Still love the New Replicant storyline. Um, I played Splitgate. Have any of you two tried Splitgate? I haven't heard of it. No, can't say that I have. It's like a, a Halo. I kind of tried merging the two words there. Um, Halo portal shoot 'em up game. Um, really quick matches. Like it's a lot of fun. The portals and where you can place them and. It gets to be um, not annoying, but not in a, like a bad way. Like it, it can be pretty funny, but sometimes a little frustrating because I'm like me with my little like five IQ place. But uh, uh, and then I dove back into some Final Fantasy 14 this week. Love it. Did the new near raid in there. Love it. Amazing. Um, creepy in some parts, but still so good. Uh, so, so they added a, like a replicant raid. Too? Yeah. So, um, so for the end game in Final Fantasy fourteen, um, they did because a lot of like Square Enix titles will do collaborations with each other, and I kind of really like that. Um, and a game like Final Fantasy and Near, like you could actually see the two, like you could see a story happening there, and how it, it could the worlds could collide. Um, so it, it's it's really good and it's it's a near story in a final fantasy world and it flows and fits really well into the world um i can see that yeah so it, it's good and then all you know the bangers are in there like end of the unknown like all, all the good hits are in in the raid so like every time i hear end of the unknown i can't help but like dance it's my favorite fight in the whole series but i think it happens in the first raid so what did you play this week, Curlin? Um, for me, it was just some... Uh, I live-streamed some uh, Final Fantasy Remake on Twitch. Um, I've been kind of goofing off in Far Cry New Dawn a little bit on the PC. This is the first time I've actually really played anything on my PC since we moved in. Um, and I uh, kind of sunk some time into that. Uh, you, you know how, how you just want one of those kind of... Uh, like muscle movement shooters where you can put you can turn the volume down and then kind of watch something on Netflix on the other screen mm -hmm. that yeah. that's kind of what that turned into and uh, finally I, I I picked up uh, Chernobylite um, because I was curious to see if they added the re, uh, the reactor room mm -hmm. um, they they did they had the reactor Room and the uh, control room, and it's a pretty dead-on accurate, uh, accurate uh, uh, replica, uh, along with the golden hallway. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's a game I've really wanted to play. So I've always <laughs> been really curious to play it. One of these days, I need to pick it up. Uh, which one is that? Chernobylite? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's actually going. Um, I want to say is 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 coming out of early access in the next mm -hmm. day or two. Ooh, I'll have to take a look into that. 
Mm-hmm. So that was it? Yeah, that's pretty much been it for this week. Logan? I played a bit of Destroy All Humans, just uh, chilling and relaxing. Um, that was about it. I didn't really have uh, a lot of chance for much. I was out camping the past few days in the wilderness, no cell signal. And uh, so I decided that uh, I was going to have to fix that for later on. So when I got home, I decided to jump on the bandwagon and I pre-ordered one of the uh, the uh, Steam uh, Steam decks there. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, you excited? Yeah, I was listening to a uh, another podcast of a couple of boys from back home down in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and they were talking about it. Um, and I, I, I mentioned this before, like I really love to hear other people's opinions on games they love so I can see what I'm missing. So, I mean, I wasn't really turned on by this at first, but then I'm like, you know what? Like they were really keen on this being the machine to help them move through their backlog. And I do have a like a ton, probably couple thousand now backlog and a lot of it being 15 years old plus and so those games thankfully don't take up a lot of room and don't require a lot of power so in terms of battery life and disk space i should be able to you know pile on a few of them so next time i fly you know cross country or whatever for four to six hours i can load up some stuff on steam deck and just have her on the go so yeah i jumped on the bandwagon and pre-ordered it nice very nice I'll be excited to hear what you think of it when you finally get it. Yeah, I'm keen. We'll we'll see. I'm definitely not going to use it like to the extreme that a lot of people. Um, it's going to be a lot of older games, and I'm going to really, really have uh, my ears open to hear how people use their use it for their retro gaming, like a lot of the N64 stuff, or maybe even you know uh, first gen PS1s and Xboxes. We'll see if it can handle it and how they work and, you know, what the kind of interface is like. So, yeah, hmm. I'm excited. Well, I'll use that into, as a gateway into our first topic. Uh, Val says the Steam Deck runs every PC game it's tried if you're happy with 30 frames per second. Do you think you would be happy with 30 frames per second? I think so. I mean, it's when you're when you've got your mobile handheld device, you're not expecting the monitor or the screen to run at, you know, 144 or, you know, 300 frames per second, whatever, you know, pe people have their monitors up to these days. So in terms of capping it at 30, it's both going to have a better impact on your battery life um, by, you know, capping out your, your uh, hardware draw as well. So you do have to balance all of those, you know, give and takes with it. And you're not going to be, you're not going to be playing those multiplayer uh, shooter games, um, you know, over Wi-Fi with this and using the Joy-Cons on the side of it and expecting, you know, well, I need to have 144 hertz or else I just can't play with the pros, right? That's not going to happen. So 30, I think, should be just fine in a device like this for now. No, I don't I don't expect, like, you, you know, be playing with the pros, but I do, I am curious how it would run a game like Nier, um considering all the high graphics and like when you fight and stuff and all the effects so that's what i would be curious to see um how smooth yeah. that's gonna be yeah uh, th th I'm, I'm real curious about about games like that too um I, I i'm pretty sure there's gonna be some titles that'll easily hit 60 um if, if you cut down some of the um 
some of the, uh, the, the the settings and whatnot because it has a, a memory controller set up that's unlike a PC. It's quad channel, and it it has faster DDR5, so that is also going to help the the graphics that are in it too. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm real curious to see how it all shakes out, to be honest. But I, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. you, you do have to factor in the fact that on some titles, uh, running Proton and using DHVK will take a bit of a hit. But on other titles, you'll get a, a performance boost or it'll run about the same. And, you know, as, as someone that used Linux as their primary gaming OS for like two years, I can tell you firsthand that that's typically the case. Um, so, yeah, we, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. It's going to be super interesting because the screen is still a 60 hertz limit, so you can do up to 60 on some older titles. But some of the questions that I have are around like DRM. So um, I think it was just came out within the last few weeks that someone removed the uh, de novo, denudo, de novo, de novo. Uh, DRM from uh, the Evil Within, and they almost doubled their frame rates, and so. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it, um, they also removed it on uh, Resident Evil 8, and it it, it cured a bunch of like mm -hmm. uh, game game type uh, hitching and 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 stuff. So, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and it's like when you're and just going back to what I said before, if you're talking about battery life and getting the most for your money out of your hardware, then that doesn't include having um you know your your cheat software and your anti-theft software like you need to you need to have it running clean on that stuff so i don't know i'm hoping that they start stripping this stuff out it's it's got to get got to go one of these days it's it's a waste of money as far as i'm concerned mm -hmm. it is i don't see them ever pulling it out because shareholders and, and I don't the, know. The, the concept of protecting their investment you know what i mean Maybe maybe smaller studios will do it, but the bigger ones, especially with big publishers behind them, uh, no. Um, yeah, but you got to remember those shareholders are getting older, oh, yes. so the next gen is coming in, and the next gen is a little bit more tech savvy than the last, and they should understand, right? Because shareholders want one thing, and that's value. So if you're going to spend, you know, a few hundred million on a non-value thing that you can't prove is going to give you value, there's going to come a time that say, hey, show me the money or show me the numbers, which which say that you're giving me value else. Get it out of there. Spend yeah. your money on something better. Yeah. The, the, the catch is that most investors aren't retail investors like That's me right. and you. It's, yeah. it's, it's freaking hedge funds. You know what I mean? And they don't care. They're just like, show me the money. So we need, <laughs> we need the Reddit effect again. Right, <laughs> we sure do. Get rid of the old DRM stuff. Um, yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, what's going to happen with always on games? I guess it'll have to be always on again. I guess, eh? Mm, not gonna I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see too. Um, yeah. No idea. Are you there? I think my sound cut out. Nope, we're good. Yeah, we're here. Oh, okay, Gaz was laying all over my keyboard. <laughs> um, so, Dead Space Remake has been confirmed. Yes. I cannot wait. Dead Space is, is, is one of the... Dead Space, Dragon Age, and Mass Effect are like my three favorite EA properties. 
So this is gonna be this is gonna be this is gonna be dope. I can't wait to see what they do with it. It's also the same the same uh, studio that did uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and everyone kind of raves about that game. I played maybe half of it, and it is really good. So we'll see what they do with it. I'm looking at this trailer, and I'm like, I like to look at the trailer so far. It's only been like a few scenes, and I know nothing about Dead Space. Uh, none of that. It, it's um, you want a quick synopsis of the of the yeah. story, or yeah, give me a quick rundown. I see aliens, though something creepy. Uh, uh, okay, so like Earth ran out of resources, so we put together, you know, this stuff to go to other planets. And you, they'll use a big ship called a planet cracker. And when, essentially, what it does is it drills down, and it actually opens up the, the 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 planet and destroys it. You know, so we can get the the all the the minerals and resources out of it. Well, they ran on on, up on one planet, and it had this kind of artifact, and the artifact has like has like this super influential type of thing going on, and it makes people do crazy things. And eventually, like, people will turn into what they call, like, necromorphs. I forgot exactly how they go about changing, but th th those alien-looking things with the blades, I want to say that they're actually people. Um, and so the, 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 the catch of the story is, is that you're like a mining guy, and you don't really have a gun. You have a mining laser. And with that mining laser, the way to kill those necromorphs is to cut off their limbs. And 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 it, it's it 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 not only is it kind of creepy, but it also leads to a lot of interesting gameplay. You know, there's some space play in there, and and you know they kind of incorporate all that throughout the the three games. And yeah, it, it's it's dope. You know, but you know me, I'm I'm good for a space opera, and a, a horror space opera is is like my my real shit. So, well, if you yeah. end up streaming it, I'll watch, and then. Oh yeah, I'll see that'll I like be done. It. <laughs> it sounds really interesting. It looks really good. That trailer looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. So. All right, hold on, let me pull up the notes here. Oh yeah, Amazon's uh, new MMO New World is potentially bricking. EVGA's yeah. 3090s. I didn't yeah. realize until today it was it was specific to EVGA. Right, right, and um, I don't know if you if you guys have heard of this guy called Buildzoid on you uh, YouTube that uh -huh. runs actually hard actually hardcore overclocking. Um, he he went through it, and what he thinks is happening is that um, it's it, it kind of hits it. I want to say he said it kind of hits it kind of like a power virus, and, and and what it does is EVGA has fuses in line on certain uh, 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 power stages, and after it hits a certain point, it'll pop the fuse, which it will in turn kill the card, but not really because if you if you're able to replace the fuse, then it'll come back alive. But still, you have to RMA it to EVGA and let them fix it, and it's in your new one. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a pretty, pretty, pretty interesting thing. Yeah. So EVGA they're offering to um, warranty all affected cards, all affected three ninety cards. That's all I've seen so far. But yeah, 
I've I've heard heard rumors that there's been a few 3080s too, but I can't confirm it. So oh yeah, so Jay Z Two Cents um, also did a, a deep dive. He's tweeted out that it's affected a number of different 30x cards, um, but he hasn't been able to verify. Right, so without those cards in hand, it's just people reporting. Oh yeah, me too, me too. So you don't really know for certain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would cry. Like, I'd be happy you'd get fixed. Like, they'll fix it. You know, but I, I, I still in that moment, I'd be like, you gotta be kidding me. I agree with you. But to be fair, if you're really buying a 3090, you've got some money to spare for the most part. I'm sure there are some poor students around there that had to buy it for, um, you know, their own personal projects, like own personal work projects. Uh, they're probably hardest hit. But for the most part, people that are buying 3090s, they've got some cash to spare. That's That's true. That's true, but if for, for me, like if I saved up just so I could like upgrade and not have to worry about my graphics card for several years and this happened and I turned around and this happened, I would just be a ball of tears. Can you imagine this is one of the first games you've tried with your new brand new <gasps> 3090? Oh, I would. I I would be a wreck. <laughs> them's, yeah. them's fighting words. Yeah, that would be sad. Very sad. Nothing frustrates me more than having like technical issues go wrong or like issues go wrong with technical stuff. Like I have an issue going on with my phone. It's been frustrating for the past week. Like I get no, every once in a while I'll get sound out of the speaker, um, but then it just kind of vanishes. So if I want any sort of sound, I have to have like my Google Home, like I have to do it over Bluetooth. Um, I can get calls just fine now, which it would, but it was weird before I couldn't, I, I just might have to get, end up getting a new phone at this point. How old is it? Um, well, it's an essential phone. Like, it's the first essential phone. Ah. Uh. And I haven't been able to really find a fixed online. I've tried going in to clear the cache, but I'm having issues, I guess, timing or pushing the buttons right. I, I, I don't know. So I'm almost at the point where I might just give it a factory reset, but, yep. you know, that's kind of losing everything. Mm-hmm. Can you can you do a backup, then do a factory reset, then restore from your backup? Yes. Um, you can try that as well. But I think yeah. it's a software issue, and, and my worry is that if it's a software issue, that issue is just going to come back if I back up. Oh, what yeah. I'm more worried about is just like my photos, and I have my photos backed up to Google Drive. So yeah. and like everything else, I I, I can kind of lose. I can re-download crap. Like it's at the end, but it's just more like. There are, I can't move every photo over because I don't have enough space on Google Drive. So I'm trying to um, back them up on the computer. Just do it that way. Uh, Battlefield 1 is free with Prime. Was it 5? Battlefield 5 is, five is V? Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, good. I, I, it, it's not my kind of game, but I think it's awesome though to get it for free. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad I didn't buy those because yeah. I, I, I had them for a while with that uh, EA, what is it, EA Play or whatever they, they call it these days. Yep. Um, and I, I finished the campaign on one and never got around to finishing the campaign on the other. So it's gonna be cool to actually be able to go in and finish those campaigns without having to buy it just for the campaign though so, mm -hmm. yeah 
Are you gonna? Do you play it, Logan? Or no? That doesn't sound uh, like your. I definitely game. claimed it. Oh, you claimed it? <laughs> I, yeah, I did. I did one of the battlefields. We talked about it uh, a number of months ago. It was one of the World War II ones that I thought was relatively fair to historical context. Um, they didn't shy away from some of the stuff, and I think it ended on a really morbid note, uh, which was, you know, good to see them not sort of pull punches there. So I can't remember which one it was now off the top of my head. Mm. Yeah, I've never played a single one. Warcraft 3 Reforge is in trouble. Oh, what's going on here? Oh, yes. So... Um, oh, I can't see yeah. the thing. Long story short is uh, you're not getting it anytime soon. I, I can't read the article. I know. It's now blocked. Come on. Oh, let me try uh, Give me that. Stop. Get out of there. All right. Okay. Uh, side note, Bloomberg sucks for reading articles. Um, so yeah, so it was supposed to be uh, coming out later this year, but uh, they've lost a lot of their staff now, and now they're having to uh, talk about uh, a new release. Oh, here we go. Here's an article. So they're so they're having to redo the whole game. Yeah. Uh, nope, that's not what I thought it was. Was never part of the company. Oh well, I can't remember. Let's skip it. <laughs> oh, maybe you'll let me read this article. Pressure over costs. Uh, well, yeah, I it, think... it already came out this year, earlier this year. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I thought I thought I put this on there because they, it was going uh, down the tube. Uh, oh, maybe because they're not del uh, delivering on all of the. Um, all of the features they wanted with regards to laddering and stuff. Yeah, it, it, this article, uh, I might have to read this article and put this on again for next week because um, I feel like this deserves a little bit of a read because yeah. it's going into the history and I think it's been like a spiraling downfall with the game. Yeah, work has indicated that Reforged was actually rescoped due to budget cuts and internal arguments over the game direction. Yeah. It's unfortunate because I was even looking forward to... Um, Reforged, but I mean, with the history that Blizzard's had going, I'm kind of hesitant just to fork over the money right away. But if it came out and it was awesome and people were loving it, yeah, I would have spent the money on it. It's one of those side games I don't have to worry about. Yeah, I, I mean, we're we're gonna get into this in a bit, but yeah. um, Blizzard, yeah, Blizzard ain't Blizzard anymore. No, not at all. I mean, we we called this on many many other. Um, podcast prior to this but yeah oh yeah I, i'm pretty vocal about it uh, but uh on on a different note before we dive into the hot topic an exciting happy news for me final fantasy sold out of digital copies they had such a massive spike of new players joining the game and this has been a thing that's been kind of occurring now for a bit where um more players have definitely been joining and then it's like been picking up steam and then you've had big streamers like Osmongold uh, try out the game and seems to be enjoying it. I, I don't know, I don't really follow him but it, it turned up on my news uh, and then at some point 
yeah, they sold out of uh, digital copies, which I think is just absolutely crazy. You kind of hear that thing happening when a game releases, but never like so far down the road or so long into an expansion. You know, I heard that that they they ran out of uh, digital passes because they are trying to make sure that they're on top of server volume as well to make sure they could handle everyone. Yes, they've been having an issue because they've been they've been getting new players. They've been having to upgrade the servers and um, uh, Yoshi P has came out and he came out with a statement like apologizing and that this has been something that they're working on and their plans in which to improve the servers. Um, and then they've had to implement um, an auto logout feature. So if you're just kind of idling, it, it will log you out of the game. So that's going to help improve on server time and the logging in queue. And they've like, especially a, the release of an expansion, it, there's generally a login issue, but that's about the time you really expect having a long queue to get into the game. Uh, so it was just, it was really kind of funny. I didn't really, I haven't been too affected by it on my server. So maybe I have to wait like two minutes, but that's not bad. I mean, I, I, I've seen re resellers run out of keys uh, in the past anyways, but that's just because they've only had a certain allocation and they've had to, you know, hit up the developer for more keys, but not, not in this capacity. No, and not from the direct store. Not from Right. <laughs> and then like, it, it even says um, Steam topped out of 47,000 players. And I believe I looked yesterday, early afternoon, and there was like 67,000 people playing or something like that. Um, I might have the numbers off in my head with Splitgate. I don't even, I don't know, but there was a high number just on Steam alone. Um, and I don't play off of Steam for Final Fantasy and a lot of other players don't. So, and that doesn't take into account a lot of your console players either. Because that is well, one thing I like about Final Fantasy XIV. You can play that over console. Yeah, you, you can. Um, um, I'm, I'm really happy for him, and I'm glad to see this finally, like, getting its due. Because it is a good game when I was playing. Um, but at the time, you know, the, the, the elephant in the room was still sucking up all the air. Mm -hmm. And even though people were complaining about it, they were still playing. So I'm kind of glad that that this is actually finally taken off to the point where they generated so many keys and was like, yeah, that'll be all we need. And then they run out. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But they, they are so well deserving of it. Like the Final Fantasy Square Enix team, like Yoshi P and his team, they are so deserving of it because each expansion, they just, they stepped it up, they stepped it up. And it just like looking at it now, you definitely see like WoW and Final Fantasy were on just different trajectories. And I, I like the, the story behind it. Like it was just bad from the start and they've turned it around. So, <sighs> but the big news that's kind of looming Activision Blizzard is getting sued over frat boy culture harassment. Now, what I what I, I I love, if you can love anything about this story, is who are they getting sued by? Oh, they're getting sued by. Uh, hold, on, hold on, let me find it here. I actually have the Department of Fair Employment and Housing, yeah, the state like, of California. It, yeah, it's not a person suing them. The entire friggin' state is suing them after a two-year investigation. This is like, you done fucked up. And w well, we've known this has been going on for longer than two years. Yeah. This has <laughs> been an, an issue only... for so long. I hope Riot is looking at this and going, 
uh, hey guys, maybe we need to change now. Oh, Riot's had its own issues. Ubisoft has oh, yeah. had its own issues. Now it, it's Blizzard going under the fire. But but the thing is, and and this is the thing, they, they get in, in trouble with one community, um, and all of a sudden they come out with, uh, like, Blizzard and um, the LGBTQ community, and then all of a sudden um, one of their characters is, is gay, which I think is awesome. I love it. I'm down for it. But I think it's it's wrong to kind of do that just to appease the audience. And I think Riot's kind of done that recently in terms of Leona and Diana. But I mean, I got to be real. We've kind of known that all along. And I'm just, I'm happy. I love the two. They're two of my favorites. Um, but this, I'm happy something's yeah. been filed. Yeah. Because the stories yeah. in here, for me, are heartbreaking. Um, I, I can't sit here and read the whole entire thing, but I was, I did read this when it was released and there was a couple of stories in here that were, um, really heartbreaking to hear, but to be real, we've, we've known this has been part of the culture for so long and there's been a lot of responses by Blizzard and one of the, Oh, so much. There's so many tabs. It's, uh. Yeah. Did you see the clip about how much the C-level executives were making over the last few years? Oh, I think this was in filed in here. Um, last I mean year, Bobby Kotick made in total compensation over $150 million. I'm not surprised. I... That blew my mind. I'm like, I was thinking, you know, like 10, 20. All right, Bobby Kotick, yeah, he's probably, you know, upwards of 30, 40 million. Yeah. Nope. Are you kidding me? And, and, and this has <sighs> been going up and up and up every year. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And all he does is be like, you make more Call of Duty, you make more Warcraft. And, yeah, he brings know, nothing. That's, that's, Actually, that's pretty much it. <laughs> this goes back to our early argument. <laughs> I can't, as a, as a shareholder, I'm like, get him the fuck out. Hire some C level guy for ten million total compensation, and let's see, because that hundred and X million can be, uh, be go back, can be reinvested into the company way better than one person. That blows my mind. It, it's right, really frustrating, and then when you think back on the fact that like they lay off people, like really. Yeah, it 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 would take a, a huge shareholder revolt in order to do that and i don't know if the shareholders are 51 percent of the company to actually get to the point where you're heard you know what i mean no they're, uh, they're making uh, money exactly and think about it everybody on the board wants his spot so you know they aren't going to vote against it hell most of them are probably vote voting for their own uh their own raises and stuff too so yeah, um, yeah. Oh yeah, and inside um, Blizzard, you have a lot of your higher up and or male employees just playing games all day as other people, you know, have to pick up the slack. It's just, this this is a, a damning read. Yeah, this is one of those rank hazards privilege uh, type things. But I mean that that type of thing happens everywhere. So oh, it does. It, 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 it the the thing is that somebody replied to me on Twitter and they're like, these are just allegations, and I'm like, 
I kind of have okay. to really bite my tongue because this has been going on for, for so long. And I can tell you this right now, if this happens in the military, one yeah. of the, the strictest professions, because it's a lifestyle, um, it, it could definitely happen in, in the gaming culture. And, and I've had some time in like meeting people, going places, like, you know, my old Riot, like, playing games Riot days, um, and so, like, I have a lot to say on that. It's almost like the innocent until proven guilty is a bit of a straw man argument in this case, when it's the state bringing the charges after a two-year investigation. I mean, that's... Yeah, especially after a two-year allegation, and... Yeah. Well, my, my thing is, even if they're just, quote-unquote, allegations, uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. So something is probably going on in there, even if it isn't what, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but but like y'all said, it, it's not like it's going uninvestigated. So, I mean, maybe it's a bigger fire than what to say. And who, if I mean, who a, knows? If it's enough what? for the state of California to file charges, there has to be something there. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll see how it shakes out, though. I just hope at the all end right. of this, it's not a year later, everybody's forgotten about it and it's all swept under the rug until the next time Blizzard does something. Because this has just been a cycle w w with everything. Like, they get in trouble with this. Oh, no, we really appreciate and we hear our, our female employees. And then they're they can't speak out about their experiences. They have no way to. They can't go anywhere like Twitter and they can't speak their piece because they're going to get backlash. Um, and a lot of people even out, I've been reading Twitter the past couple of days. Oh my goodness. Um, it's been so stressful. It's yeah. yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we called it. We called it so many times that Blizzard wasn't the same company it once was. And this this could be the final nail in the coffin in terms of it as a company might bankrupt them. I, I don't know if it will. Chris, uh, Chris um, oh, hold on. I had the article. Oh, I might have to pull it off of a d Discord. And like, Chris Metz Metzins. Oh, I can't feel like I can't say his last name anymore. Um, Chris Metzen? Yes, Metzen. Um, he came out with a big apology and he's like, this is, oh, where is the World of Warcraft channel? There is no excuse. Oh, yeah, his uh, apology to all the women of Blizzard. And, you know, I feel this has been something that, that it's just not something that just happened overnight. It, it really isn't. It's not. This has been a long yeah. systemic problem in the culture, and I, I would be a fool to believe this wasn't something that was happening when he was there. Yeah. Um, now, I... I I can tell you, you know, just watching the, the corporate culture of the place that I work is that um, you will have like upper management and other departments that will hide a lot of stuff from their bosses and just play like everything is honky dory um, and, and not express whatever issues are going on. You know what I'm saying? Just to make themselves look good. And then in, in, in some cases, you will have like those top level, level 
uh, executives that are so oblivious that they have no idea what's going on until they're in their own company, until you have a, a public blow up like this and then head start rolling. So is it likely that he didn't know? Maybe in the, in the beginning. But the whole time, I, I kind of doubt that because, like mm-hmm. you said, it's been, it's been a, a, a kind of a repeated ongoing thing. Um, it, it, it's not like this is the first that we've ever heard of it. You know what I mean? I so th- that's something else to, to think about, though. But he was um, also, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean this because I, I know the frat boy culture is um, kind of being thrown around here. So I'm not trying to link the two. But he is kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was kind of the, the poster boy of Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, you know, I, I just, I find it kind of hard to believe the whole time. Like, there, there's no way he wouldn't have known people were treated like this. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say poster boy, but widely recognizable next to Blizzard. Like, I would me, say he poster was the boy, face. Yeah, poster boy is Bobby Kotick now. And, um, of course, now I'm whiffing on the name of the other guy. I'd say uh, Mike Moraine was the other guy I'd say is like a poster boy for Blizzard. For, for me, it was him. Because, like, you know, you start kind of getting into the culture a little bit. And for me, it was kind of like, no, like, I've, I've, I've had my issues with, with the military. I'm like, no, I'm just, no. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, there's yeah. been protests inside World of Warcraft, and I feel like that's a little counterproductive. Um, you mean protests by players? Yeah, inside the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there are NPCs that are named after people at Blizzard. And so people are just hurling wildly amounts of abuse at these NPCs. They're staging sit-ins and everything. It's crazy. I, I, I feel like it's really counterproductive if you're throwing them money to do this because you're just kind of giving them what they need right now and that's players inside the game. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of, at that point, it's kind of all symbolic, but you still got to pay to do it, so... the point's kind of mute there and then somebody on twitter is like or people on twitter are like um you know boycotting the game isn't going to fix it what 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 is then if you ain't gonna hurt them where it hurts most their wallet and yes there are good people at blizzard and yes i mean ultimately if you hurt the company you're gonna hurt good people but you know it's it's the company right now Um, money talks mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah Yeah, that's. I, I'm sure we're gonna hear more of this. Oh, he, oh, time. this is not gonna go quietly into that still night. This no. is gonna rage, rage. Oh no, I got, I got a little ragey a little bit when I saw the old, old uh, ghost crawler video from BlizzCon 2010. I was reminded of that fiasco about women not looking like they walked out of a lingerie magazine, and the response mm. is kind of like, "Well, what magazine do you want them to come out of then?" Like, really? So, yeah. Sorry, I got to do a quick tangent on that one. Have you seen what's happening with some of the Olympic stuff right now? With so, what? Well, with regards to uh, sexist uniforms. So, um, Germany gymnasts are now wearing unitards, very similar to what <laughs> oh, men wear, yes. which I think is awesome. And with the Netherlands handball team got penalized for not wearing bikini bottoms and more you know just tight-fitting form shorts instead and i'm like yeah are are you kidding me like that's so crazy oh yeah i think that's so so dumb like are are you kidding me like really i i I think that's that's wrong it's really wrong oh 
in any sport where if you look at the guys and you're not allowed to wear the exact same thing as the guys, that's messed up. And I'm talking in general. I'm not talking like, well, I want to wear a cup too, you know, whatever. Same, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. No, I feel yeah. like you shouldn't be forced to wear short little tiny bikini bottoms if you want. I, I've seen the pictures of the shorts that they were wearing, and they're yeah. more of like the, like, just sh- tight shorts. Um, I don't see the issue in that. I don't see yeah. how that hinders gameplay at all. Like it's, it's, it's the epitome of sexism. Oh, you're not allowed to wear the same clothes as they are. Really? Oh like yeah. Explain that one. There was the one. Yeah. Um, uh, she jumps. Oh, what, what's it called? Where you jump over the pole? The horse. No, it's not the horse. Oh, pole vault. Pole vault. Thank you. Yeah, she was told like her shorts were too small. So you have people being told, like, they're wearing too much, and then you have people being told they're wearing too little. And, and she's like, I've, I've, this is the style I've always worn. So how is it suddenly wrong? It's, um, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, I think it's kind of like a, a mix of our current culture mixed with, you know, like in, in in some people, some like sports, they're trying to keep it a little traditional. You know what I mean? Because let's face it, like this, this hot girl, uh, Instagrammy, you know, skimpy clothes type of thing it is it is is this whole stripper culture thing is is a real thing these days. You know, and and you can just kind of be scrolling on Instagram, and chicks are wearing less and less, and doing more, and you're like damn you that desperate for attention you know what i mean mm-hmm. so oh and then when you factor in that plus the music you know it's kind of like oh like where are we actually going here um and, and then all of that cultural stuff crosses into things like sports and that's kind of what i think that we're seeing now where you have uh i guess some judges is like no you need to put some damn clothes on and the other ones are like, hey, you know, we want people watch, you know, show a little uh, uh, under cheek or something, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of all over the place. And and like, it, I mean, in my opinion, like it, 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 I'm all for seeing, you know, chicks wearing whatever, you, you know, they want. But at the same time, if they want to wear something regular, then don't freaking stop them. Like, don't exactly. penalize them for wearing regular fucking shorts. Like, that's dumb, yep. you know. It's 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 it, it it should be left up to they should have like a standardized dress code that's saying hey if if it, you shouldn't come out here in a bikini if you're if you're just doing like you know something like the uh, I don't know a pole vault or something because you're gonna flip upside down and cameras might catch your hoo ha um but, you know but at the same time if you're if you're playing volleyball and you're in a bunch of sand like that's what people do at the beach so it's not outside of the realm of normal you see what i'm saying like like just make it make sense is all i'm saying make make it make some common sense and and like all, all of this extra stuff it, it's 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 a mess it i don't even know what else to say about it you know um yeah that that's all i got that's all i got <laughs> the only time that i was ever in favor of saying you weren't allowed to wear that was a uh, number of Olympics ago, swimmers had sharkskin suits, which were technically oh. um, 
produced suits that had micro channels in them. So it would funnel the water in certain directions to actually help aid you and propel you. So they said, all right, we're, we're going to do away with that since it's actually the suit making you faster rather than mm -hmm. you. So yeah, mm. that's, that, that was it for me. And I agree. Th those are, should be regulations. I feel if you have a team, they're wearing just, they decide to not wear bikini bottoms and wear just tight tomboy shorts. Like, you know, there's nothing game breaking about that. And if that's what they're comfortable in, by all means, like. If I'm playing volleyball on the beach, I'm going to be honest, I'm probably going to wear those shorts and not bikinis because sand. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I'm not a big fan of volleyball. So, uh, oh, though, to end on a good note, did you hear in the opening Nier Automata played? I heard that. Um, Nier Automata and one other... Oh, they had Smash Hits. They had Final Fantasy. They had, like, yeah. more... Uh, well, I didn't hear them all, but there was a list. I'll have to find it and link it in the channel. But, uh... But, Wait, yeah. At the Olympics? Yes! Oh, yes. Oh. I want to find oh, a YouTube video of the opening uh, Olympics so I can hear all the songs. But, yeah, Nier Automata was in it. The Final Fantasy theme was in it. And I'm like, yes! Like, I'm, I'm so happy Tokyo could give that to us. Because there's no other place. That just, that is dope. Mm -hmm. I like the I like the drone uh, drone show too. I always I always find that super awesome. I didn't see any of that. I've been trying to find a video of the opening uh, games. Just do Olympics drone drone uh, even globe because they just do a nice little globe and it spins and you're like oh cool. I'll have to do that. So what are we streaming this week? Um, the Olympics. I I oh you've been watching the Olympics. No, not yet. It just started Friday and I was away, but I'm just catching up. Just catching up on everything now. All the uh, upsets and, and everything. I guess uh, Canada won their first medal in swimming. But again, I've, I've literally been home. Like, I got home an hour and a half before this podcast, so I was like, oh. putting all the notes together and then getting ready for it. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't think I caught it that earlier, that you'd just gotten home not that long ago. Oh, yeah. What have you I watched this week? Sorry. Uh, so I'm on to, I believe, the final season of Suits. I'm halfway through. It's season nine. <laughs> Although I, 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 I still like some of it in a, a very soap opera-ish kind of way that it's just, you know, park your brain and just, ah, just consume kind of good. <laughs> um, it's still the same old, same old. People don't communicate. Problems happen. People don't communicate. Problems happen, et cetera, et cetera. So I just want it to end, but I, I can't not it's the train crash i cannot not watch anymore i have to see how it ends how many seasons are there i think nine i think this could be it i'm hoping this is it i don't, I don't want ten <laughs> you're like I please just no want more it to be please over. but i just i need to know the end exactly i tried to get my son watching the highlander with me but uh halfway through he's like nah i'm just not feeling it all those 80 movies are way more story than action mm -hmm. so He's just, he's too much of a 2000s kid where it's got to be action, action, action all time. But it's funny, I, I rewatched that and I think the, the part about, like here it is 25 years later. It's one of my favorite movies, not, not the favorite, but probably top 20, you know, maybe top 50 favorite movies of all time. And things I don't even realize. Like I'm not a, an, I'm not a, an actor kind of person. I don't watch a movie because this actor is in it. I don't love a movie because this is the actor. I love a movie because of a movie. And I, I realized today it was Clancy, see I don't even know his name, Clancy Williams? 
the guy that's been the voice of a million and one animated shows I've watched throughout the years, this was him, you know, 40 years ago. And I'm like, holy crap. Clancy Brown. That's who it was. He was the lead uh, protagonist. And I'm like, oh, cool. And like all of a sudden I instantly recognize his voice because I never recognize his voice in shows. It always just, oh, that sounds like someone I know. It sounds familiar. And I'm like, oh, I never knew that. And I remember like after I watched um, The Highlander, you know, when it first came out, it was seriously a decade and a half after its release that someone was like, oh, yeah, Queen did the entire um, score for that. Like it's all Queen, all written strictly for that. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's so cool. And now when I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally Queen. So, but he didn't like it, but I'm going to finish watching it myself because it's a good enough movie. Carolyn, what did you get up to this week? Um, I saw this. I kind of watched the Son of Sam documentary on Netflix. Uh, it is intriguing, to say the least, because um, it's, it's one of those things where, you, you know, you, you think you have the end and there's this big police hoo-ha and then someone else starts looking into things and they find out that the police, they really did a shitty job and a quick job. And that's not like the whole story. So if you're in, in, interested in that kind of thing, then that that will be that will be something that you might want to check out. Um, me and YP also went to see uh, Black Widow while she was uh, uh, out and about before she went back in. And uh, we thought it, it was pretty decent. Um, the way that they had set it all up and the action and everything, it was pretty good. Um, we didn't really know her story, so because uh, I'd never like read any of her comics or anything, any of that other kind of you know backstory type of stuff. So it was kind of all new to us, and um, yeah, it was thought it was pretty. The way that they did it was pretty good. So yeah, I watched uh, Black Widow. I'm, I'm so happy you brought up Black Widow because I was sitting here. I'm like, I know I watched stuff this week. I know I had right. things to talk about, but I couldn't remember what it was, so I'm so happy you reminded me. I did watch Black Widow. I did enjoy the movie. I, I enjoyed a lot of a lot of it. There were some really good parts. I am a little sad that it took us this long to get a Black Widow movie. But um, oh, what, what was her uh, sister's name? Because I really loved her character. I forget it, but I know who you're talking about. She did a really good job. Like yeah. I, I like her better better than Scarlett herself. So yeah. yeah. And I'm kind I'm kind of happy with the the ending credits. Like it's not going to be the last of her. Um, I watched Loki. I really enjoyed Loki. Uh, did you finish it? I did finish it. I finished. How'd it. you like that ending? Oh, um, I liked it. I was like, oh shit. Okay. All right. I, um, I, I can't hate believe that I liked him at the end. I, I don't want to like Loki. <laughs> oh, I love Loki. Uh, I was I was really surprised. I wasn't surprised by the fact they would tease us with the um, Loki on Loki thing, but I was even more surprised they went there. Uh, they did. Um, not not hard, but like they they really leaned into that with the story, and I thought that played really well with the story because I don't think there's any other character that it could really have worked so well with. I don't know. I think, I think Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. could have gotten the same sort of story because of his um, arrogance. Yeah. Right. Because I think that's why 
Loki plays so well with it, I think, is, is because strictly because of Aaron. I really like, though, how they set up the next phase. I, I'm like, yeah, it, it just lays out the tablecloth of, you know, your brunch to say, here's what's coming up next. It, Food for everyone. It laid it out really, really well. It, they did a good job with that series. Um, yeah. I, I also, can't say it enough. I, I hate that I liked him at the end of it. I really do. I don't want to like Loki. I, I want to hate Loki. I want him to be pure evil, but like he was totally redeemed at the end of that. I can't say, though, that um, Loki is was never really the embodiment of pure evil. He's mischief. I wouldn't call that evil in, in any sense. And they kind of they laid out a lot of the Loki characters. None of them are really evil. Um, it's maybe the president Loki. Well, I like how, I really like how you put that. You're absolutely right. He is the god of mischief and not evil. Um, excuse me. There's this old um, old animated feature, uh, Hulk versus, and there's two sets of it: Hulk versus Wolverine, and then Hulk versus Thor. And Loki features predominantly in the one of Hulk versus Thor. And to me, that's that's how I like Loki to be. Like my impression of him, of you know. A little bit more than mischief a little bit of a you know you know someone who's not afraid to go out and kill a few hundred thousand people mm -hmm. i think so, they, did, they yeah. did a good job though um redeeming the character he did get a lot of redemption in endgame but this wasn't the same endgame loki um but in terms of all that he's kind of had to cope with like and, and get over and see and be presented with I, I really liked what they did with the character. Did he get redemption in Endgame? See, oh, that's yeah, I, I... I would say he did. He tried to kill Thanos. That's how he died. I I will. I I think I'll always subscribe to the thought process that that wasn't him. I know that they sort of uh, they discussed that and they touched base on that a number of times throughout this, mm -hmm. but I think they they laid it pretty clear that 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 Loki the the that Loki in the sacred timeline, his story, yeah. it came to an end. And that was oh, that yeah, Loki. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree. A hundred percent. I just, okay, I guess the better way to put it, I don't want that to be him. I feel that was too much of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a hollow gesture, right? Everything had come crashing down around them. He wasn't stopping anything really more at that point. It was, you know, what... Assume that he would have been uh, successful and he would have killed Thanos right there. What does that do for him, right? Like, Asgard's gone. Um, most of the people on that ship are dead, right? That's my impression of them. You know, because we, we watched Heimdall die as well right yeah. there. So what's he trying to do? It's not even, It's not even him saving his own life. He's not really... Well, there was his guess... brother, and there, there, there was Thor. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only thing that he's sort of saving Thor. I think but it's Thor... saving everybody from Thanos, like that Thanos is gonna come in touch with after. I think he kind of realizes that this is somebody they can't really deal with, and see, and that's where I say nah, nah, because he's you can't have like that kind of well. Sorry, I'm going to back that up. I was going to say you can't have that kind of cosmic revelation and epiphany, but he's also a god, so maybe gods can, right? Because 
that to me is, is a wholesale change to his character rather than at least a few steps in the right direction. Um, that's what I love about the Loki TV show is it shows him just doing step, 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 and then really questioning who he is after taking those sorts of steps. And then in that last episode, when he sees when he's like literally sees who he is in all these different flavors, he's like, yeah, I don't like that. And that's to me is a whole better story than Endgame uh, Loki. I think they fleshed out the story of Loki a lot better and they were able to with with the show and that's not something he was kind of given limelight to in through the movies because he was you know a mischievous character not one of the heroes um so i'm I'm happy he got his own series i'm i'm excited for season two i I wasn't sure how i would feel about having a season two but with that ending i'm like okay i need season two now please Um, that that was a fun ride curious i'm curious where they're gonna go considering they have um well, it's going to be a part of the multiverse of madness. Like <laughs> That's right. I love that one line from that guy, too, though. See you soon. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I absolutely loved Alligator Loki. I was like, oh, so cute. Yeah. Um, I also got into watching The Walking Dead. I went back, because I know there was... I guess more to season 10 that ended up being 22 episodes and I've, I question on why there's 22 episodes so episodes released in 2019 they released in 2020 and now they've released in 2021 and I feel uh, like okay. huh? Uh, I, I was going to say I want to say I made it to season 10 um, uh, I, I don't remember who was the last big person to get whacked yet mm-hmm. but um, huh. The last big hero, or the uh, not hero, uh, the last big villain, if you got to season ten, was Alpha. In the whispers. Uh, it um yeah, because she was like waiting on the helicopter or something. Oh. That one of the last scenes that I remember was she called a helicopter and she had Daryl's brother there laying there or something and she could have whacked oh, him. But you're you're like probably really far behind because I don't remember. Oh, okay. I okay. remember yeah. Daryl's brother being like season six, seven. I don't, it's been so long. And that's been one of yeah. those things, especially like with season 10. I was like, I kind of felt like these were story arcs for three seasons. Um, and so I, I kind of joke and I'm like, this was season 10, 11, and 12. But I really enjoyed the episodes they released in 2020. I really enjoyed. And it makes me want to go back because it's, I mean, we're 10 seasons in. That's That's been so many years, so many years since I've seen the, the older episodes. But I find myself, especially I need to rewatch season 10 as a whole, because I've been like, okay, what? What's kind of gone on? Because I've gone back and watched just um, the middle and last so 2020 and 2021 those episodes um and i found myself really kind of confused as to what was going on with certain parts but the last episode episode 22 i'm sold i will be back to watch season 11 um because i i feel like it's starting to get writing wise and story wise it's getting back in touch with its older roots and uh who doesn't love negan oh my god as a villain negan's good well no he's not even a villain i uh, just yeah, his I, I, story. I, yeah, I dressed up as him for Halloween. It was it was kind of fun. 
Uh, yeah, I saw that photo. It was so good. And they, they really, and what I mean by this episode, like they dove into his story. And I, I loved the episode. It was so good. And I, and like where they ended it on, I'm like, oh crap, I need to know what happens. So, but yeah, that's, that's been it in terms of what I've watched this week. Anything else from you all? Uh, no, that was pretty much it for me. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Yeah. Well, Jim is still traveling. He's exploring. Wish him all the best. Safe travels. Um, so I know we're doing our best, but it's been fun. You can find the AFK podcast at the AFKpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Twitch, stream, YouTube, and Discord. Our Discord for more PC gaming. Join our Discord for more PC and hardware discussions. I swear I'll get that right one time. Um, to everybody in the chat, Jerry Gamer, Aether, Driz, Thor, thank you so much for joining. It's been so awesome. It was fun. That's it for me. Peace. <sighs> See ya. Yep. Hope to Peace. see y'all next week. Bye.